To listen to our weekly exclusive episodes, subscribe to our Substack at datologycoach.substack.com. Subscribers receive two weekly full-length podcast episodes, regular dating advice columns, and one monthly dating advice Zoom session held on the last Tuesday of every month. To subscribe, go to datologycoach.substack.com. Happy listening. Okay, before we get into the show, this Friday, May 13th, write the best dating profile ever online workshop. We're going to talk about how to write a bio that attracts emotionally intelligent, emotionally available, relationship-minded matches. You're also going to learn what pictures you should post, what pictures you shouldn't post, what words or phrases should you avoid, and some red flags to look for when reviewing other people's profiles. Go to datologycoach.com and click workshops or work with me to register. And June 16th is the next Fuck That Guy workshop. We're going to be covering the seven most popular modules of the Fuck That Guy online course. What if he ghosts after sex? What if he just wants sex? Why he won't define the relationship? How to get out of a situationship? Go to datologycoach.com and sign up. Datology Coach Podcast. Good afternoon, Sarah. Hi. Hey, Sarah. Mm -hmm. Happy Mother's Day. Thank you. And same to you. Thank you very much. I was walking. Um, I was walking. Echo was a dog. I'm um, boarding. He's a little French bulldog. Mm-hmm. And I was walking today, and someone that I typically see when I'm uh, going going to pick up Jude, she saw me and she went, "Happy Mother's Day!" And I was like, "Same to you," because after I had sent that video to you, yeah, I was like, "Oh yeah, you know, we really don't, and we we should start incorporating like." This is the first time, yeah, multiple people have wished me (laughs) happy Mother's Day um, to include pets. And I, I mean, yeah, it's fine. I didn't feel left out before, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but um, I do think, you know, we tend to downplay the responsibility of pet ownership for sure. Yep, absolutely. And I think we need to start incorporating that into incorporating, incorporating pet ownership into Mother's Day so that we can start normalizing it and so that maybe jobs and companies can start normalizing it and like including it. I mean, yeah. I mean, we were talking about this this past week uh, because of Kamiko, but like, Mm -hmm. actually, yeah, like it's just so ridiculous that people can, well, the ridiculous part is that you can't leave at the drop of a hat if your Mm -hmm. cat or dog is sick. Mm -hmm. Because if your baby is sick, you're gone. No questions right. asked. <laughs> right. Or your kid. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. So let's, uh, let's, let's try yeah. to normalize that yeah. because these, these pets that we care for, they are our children. We care for them and we think of them and we take care of them as they, as though they are, and they yeah. are our children. All right, Sarah. Yeah. So <laughs> I had a TikTok blow up this week. You did. You really <laughs> did. did. And it's a little bit I of have, a surprise. I well, you know, I but was not getting, unwelcome, right? I was getting my uh, I was getting my hair cut when I saw it because this is a guy that I had first noticed about a week ago when mm. he talked about uh hinge banning him. Okay. And what <laughs> what was he banned for? <laughs> well, he <laughs> he deleted the video, believe it or not. <laughs> After oh, I he, he felt after, delayed shame. <laughs> <laughs> after I called it out, uh, let's see. Huh. I'm going to. I have a small. I have a small clip from it okay. on my page. So let's see. Let's see how. Uh, yeah, let's see how this all began. Let's get the origin story. Yeah. <laughs> so he matched with a woman on Tinder. On excuse me, on Hinge. Okay. And in the profile. She mentioned that she was celibate. Uh-huh. So that's re- remember that because that's a that's a very important part in the story. Sure. Hold on to your butts, ladies. Funny story about it. So I messaged this girl, and her prompts were already red flaggy, but I didn't want to judge her based on a few words on the screen. And then I noticed later that she said she was celibate. I respect that, but for me, physical intimacy is important. So I say, "Too bad you're celibate." She says this. Too bad you're ugly. Hope you have a daughter one day. (laughs) So I tell her I'm not judging her. Look, I'm not judging you. For me, physical intimacy is just important. That's all. Like, sex isn't everything to me, but it is a necessary component in a relationship with a woman that I want to be with. So I just said it wouldn't work out. I go, it doesn't mean you're any less, just difference in values. I respect yours, but it just doesn't mesh. 
no need to be rude. I can't make this up. Look at why are you grimy as fuck? I wouldn't hook up with an ugly dude like you. If you want someone to be rude, I mean. And then she calls me creepy and thirsty. What? So I go on to say I question your decision-making skills. I mean, why would you match with a guy that you find ugly, right? And then she bans my account. And I'm appealing it. So if you want to see if I get my account back in the part two, follow below. Also, just be careful out there, boys. Like, look for these red flags. Because these are the type of women that make false accusations across the board, if you know what I mean. What now? Yeah. yeah. Oh, did you not hear that part originally? Just gonna make that leap, huh? huh. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Uh, so <clears throat> first, let's let's identify the fact, Iggy. First, let's identify the fact that when he said in his message, "Too bad you're celibate," he put celibate in quotation marks, which, mm. as we all know, is a way to sort of mock what somebody's saying, right? Which is what she was reacting to. So you can't say, I respect that choice. You don't because you put it in quotation marks, which means I don't take that seriously. <laughs> well, also, every time you say, I respect that, but <laughs> you don't respect that at all. <laughs> right. So that's the first, that was the first thing that he, that was the, the first video. And I, and I have to say that, I thought it was funny that he said, well, then why would you match with me? Well, why would you match with her? Right. And why? my question was, like, why is he keeping this going? Like, why Why even comment? Oh, too bad. Just, right. Just let it go. Just move on. Just move on. Maybe, I don't know. Instead of her taking all the time out of your day to insult someone's life. Right. Maybe just... Take the time to meet her if you want, have a Zoom call, meet for a coffee or a drink, and then see if that comes up. Or just move on. <laughs> but also, yeah, you know, that, yeah, just, but, the, and this goes both ways. Like, if someone says something that just doesn't work for you, or it, it's, you think, uh-oh, this is going to be a fundamental incompatibility. Mm-hmm. This This brings me back to that video from the woman last year who told the guy that kids are a deal breaker for me. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That girl. Yeah. I remember that. <laughs> oh, you remember her? Yeah. I so well, I mean, I remember her. I remember that situation. I don't really remember her. But yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's very similar. Like, it, can you just find a way to exit the conversation without escalating it? This is when you need ghosting. This is exactly when you need ghosting. Right. And like I've said a hundred times, you are going to need ghosting someday. (laughs) This is when. Say less. Simply bail. (laughs) This is why you have the unmatch feature. Yeah. Say less. (laughs) So, now... We all know he's the guy. He been he was he was booted from Hinge. Uh-huh. As and so, he should have been. As he should have been. And so because I stitched that or did whatever, now his stuff shows up in my FYP. Well, I didn't lucky follow him. Lucky me. <laughs> lucky me. So a couple weeks ago, he posts another t- TikTok about how he's not getting any matches. Oh, he's on still Tinder. having trouble dating. Oh, weird. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> Patrick I'm Bateman, motherfucker. After this video. So I look like this, this, and this. I'm over six four. Have my own business. I'm not saying that to toot my horn. I'm just letting you know my results on Tinder should be top notch, right? I did. Now I'm gonna stop there and say I deserve women. I deserve women because I have abs. All his photos, <laughs> he's not looking directly in the camera. And there's a reason for that. And the reason is, now he says on his profile, he's 27. Uh-huh. That's that's important. <laughs> a little experiment for you. I swiped through a thousand women. Guess how many matches I got? Swear to God. I can't. Yeah, he got zero. Do you know why he got zero matches, Sarah? Oh, I thought. Because I slowed down the video of the his potential matches. Uh-huh. The youngest one was 18. Mm, which is um, not cool if he's 27. But it's definitely not cool. <laughs> I make 
because I have no cap, honestly. I did get two likes from girls, but they were not girls that I liked back. So I thought to myself, fine, Tinder knows I'm 33, so they make Yeah, see, it's not cool. <laughs> there it is. If you're, there, and there it is. And he's like, I don't know why I'm not getting any matches. Because you creep, you're swiping on literal teenagers. Yeah, I mean, they don't want to date you. Sorry. You're a creepy <laughs> dude. And sweetheart, 33 on a good day. And I wouldn't even say 33. This pasty looking guy. Yeah, nah. I would say I would say late 30s. Mid to late 30s. Yeah, I agree. So I think 33, that's unfortunate for him. I mean, <laughs> he's he strikes me as a little bit regressive anyway. So like he probably is one of those dudes that thinks sunscreen is gay. You know, <laughs> hold on. I don't want to care for myself. Charge for my matches, fine. So I bought the boost, and guess what happened? I again on that boost, I swiped for an hour, a little bit more than five hundred and forty-two swipes. I did get ten matches. Out of the ten matches I got, guess how many conversations actually started? Four conversations, which led to one. Okay, and now, and now here's a here's a conversation that he had with one of the women. So she emails him, she messages him, they make a match, and she says, how dare you be so handsome with a hot bod? And he replies and says, how dare you say that? Now I'm going to hold it against you. Mm -hmm. She says, let me feel the beard and nobody gets hurt. And he says, does your personality come with a sponsor? I think I might get addicted. LOL, so smooth, she says, question mark, question, number, question mark, question mark. And he gives, not only does he give her his phone number, but this fucking idiot public it didn't occur to him to blur it out. Oh. Oh, I love that for us. <laughs> oh. We'll leave it in the show notes. <laughs> Hold on. Order for me to get a date. I've spent ten bucks, multiple hours. Dude, Tinder is a losing battle. Go out there and meet girls yourself, man. Just do that. Oh, because that was working so well for him. (laughs) (laughs) I'm afraid you'll be mistaken for a chaperone at prom, my dude. (laughs) Oh God! Now, <clears throat> if you belong to the Substack, I actually published this guy's video on the Substack. It uh, it was entitled "Fuck That Guy, uh, Creepy Dude, Bend, uh, Banned from Hinge Edition." <laughs> <laughs> I pretty much sums it up. <laughs> uh, that'll do it. And do it. So, well, <laughs> now, when I tell you that I went to the comments on his page, and when I tell you, people are just roasting him and see here's the thing i'm well, good that, because like uh, frankly get get out of here with this man. also he's come on he's like a, just he's, just join the incel reddit and be done with it he's a marriage and family therapist oh my of course terrifying of course he is terrifying right and you know I had someone come into the comments yesterday and say he's got a you know google google page where you know that you can review or write a review I'm going to tell you right now, don't do that shit. Don't do that. You want to go to him and send a DM, you want to write a comment on his page, go for it. Do not spam review companies. Just don't. It's just a, a shitty thing to do. And I know people are like, whoa, wait, why are you protecting him? I'm not protecting him. I think in general, this practice, I, I'm, I'm coming out against this practice of spam reviewing people like their businesses and whatnot because i i've seen people do it and then it's come out that the person who's very stealthily encouraged their followers to do this was actually lying so just don't do that unless you really really have the you know for sure you have the full story i mean it really undermines the purpose of a review (laughs) right Right. like it, it renders all reviews meaningless right yeah. So just don't don't do that. It's cre- and it's also it's just creepy. Well, just creepy. Value your time. Va- yes, value your time. I'm not saying but, don't write a um negative review if someone wrongs you. Right. <laughs> Take the right. time. 
Right. <laughs> Take all the time you need. Right. But um, yeah, value your time. This, this isn't. Yeah, no one needs secondhand avenging. Right. They're <laughs> they're all adults. If they if they want revenge, they can get it themselves. But this guy, as now going through his page, what I'm seeing a lot of is a lot of his content is about porn addiction. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh. <laughs> yeah, and 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 that it, it appears as though <sighs> men that he works with are people who feel they were addicted to porn. Now, in that sense, I'm like, okay, okay. if he's helping men not be addicted to porn, that see, that's where I'm. I feel conflicted. Like, okay, Ugh. he's a creep. I mean, who knows if he's good at his job? <laughs> we just know what his <laughs> job is. <laughs> So yeah, this was a, a bit of a nightmare. It wasn't a nightmare. I just didn't expect it to blow up. I mean, we're at like 250,000 views and yeah. counting. And like I woke up to another like 300 followers. And you know what? I'll just bet this he morning. didn't expect it to blow up either. I'll bet he didn't. <laughs> I bet he really, really thought he was being reasonable. And like he really thought he deserved more out of life. Well, I have to say, for the original TikTok that he posted about not getting any matches on Tinder, uh -huh. he has almost 500,000 views. Okay. So it, it, it did blow up for him as well. But like, oh, dude, why would you? You have no self-awareness. <sighs> nope. Well, nope. right. Clearly. I mean, like I said, he's, he's incel adjacent. Yes. <laughs> it's he only a matter of time right. before we catch him on a men's rights forum or uh, some sort of incel con. I don't know what they do. <laughs> yes. But um, he's definitely okay. one of these like, oh, women are vending machines. Put in enough nice sex will come out. Right. Yeah. Yep. yep. That's who he is. Uh -huh. uh, okay, Sarah. Mm -hmm. Do you have the first letter for us? Okay, here we go. So I've been dating my 63-year-old boyfriend for almost three years. I moved in a year ago. All was good until he let me use his computer. So, <laughs> took a peek at the search history. Holy fucking moly! I have no problem with porn uh, and those kinds of websites, but I uncovered a sexting conversation with someone he had clearly met up with for a hand job. So I busted him and started looking for places, and he swore it was nothing. So I stayed. Two weeks ago, in the passenger side of his car, there's an empty Kohl's bag with an empty bra hanger and tag from some underwear, so I freaked out. I'm moving into my own place, and I'm pretty sick about it. I signed a 5-1 lease, and the story doesn't really matter on this one, but it is a good one. Anyway, he says he'll do anything. He researched a therapist for him and me. I love this asshole. Should I do it? I think, sh no. I think meaning, should I move out? Or should I stay? Leave. Yeah, I'm I'm interpreting should I do it as should I move out, and you're interpreting it as should I stay. <laughs> um, what's a 5-1 lease? I don't know what that means. Do you? I think she might have meant a five-year. Uh, okay, maybe. Maybe. I'm not sure. It's, it's I don't, well, anyway. It's clear that she moved. The, the implication there is that she moved. Yeah, um, it, it, this sounds like... And what a segue. Who knew it would be such a segue? Yeah. This sounds like potential addiction. I don't, I really don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure. Um, what, what gets you there? What gets me there? Yeah. It's reckless. Okay. I, I, I'll say this again. Okay. If they don't care enough to make sure they don't get caught. Like, why is the bag in the car? Right. Why is it there? Why is it, why, you know, why is that text conversation on the computer? Th there's. Well, he is 63. <laughs> so yeah. He's just might not know like how to cover these tracks. But also too, if you're going to cheat, man, you're just going to get a handy. Right. I don't know. You know. That's what I mean. Like, it feels like it's the thrill. It, yeah, right? probably. Yeah. Okay. All right. It is reckless for sure. Very reckless. Hmm. That's that's where I, because okay. you know that's what that's what addiction is. It it drives you to do very reckless things. It, it affects your ability to reason. Um. Hmm. Yeah. I, I I don't. You're always going to be wondering. 
That, yeah, I mean, what, I don't love this for her. I think she should move out, and I, I don't. It sound. I mean, it sounds like the options are move out and move on, or learn to live with this because this is what he's going to do. Yeah, he's not going to stop. He's already shown you he's not going to stop. That's the problem, right? Um, <laughs> there's an interesting aspect here, though. Okay, which is um. So he met up with somebody for a hand job. Are we talking about a sex worker? I don't know. Um, because I feel like if so, like if he's regularly uh, patronizing sex workers, are we are we going to call that the same thing as? If not, <laughs> I mean, I I don't know what it's like to be in my sixties, um, or to have a sixty three year old boyfriend. But I do, I think that if I, regardless of my age, if I were in a place where I didn't want to have sex or give a hand job, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and the person I was with um, was open with me and said like, well, how about, how about I go see some sex workers? I think I'd prefer that to them cheating. And that I might even be okay with it. Okay. Which doesn't okay. mean that you have to be a person who wrote this letter. I, I, but I, I don't know. It does, to me, matter. Like, is he going to sex workers or is he just meeting randos? I don't know. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess you can have this conversation. If you, if you are open to it. Like if I you're said, open I'm, to I'm it. Just, it's just something I've thought about. <laughs> Please don't ever feel like... Don't don't feel like you have to stay in this relationship because oh my god I don't want to be alone. Right. I mean, if everything else in the relationship is good, it's just that you don't want to have sex. I don't know. Is it? Yeah. Is it a problem if he is going to sex workers? I kind of feel like everyone wins there, right? Like you get to be in the relationship. He gets to have sex, and probably with a variety of people. So like he feels like he's getting away with something. But you're also getting away with something because you don't have to have sex with them. It seems like it kind of works potentially if you're okay with it. I, I'm just bringing this up as 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 a way of saying like these things are not necessarily um, as black and white <laughs> as mm-hmm. they seem. It kind of just depends on what works for you. Yeah, if you if you want to if if you feel so you love him if in every in every other area uh, is things okay then then stay. But if this is a pattern of just deceptive behavior or him just not being a good partner. Yeah. Leave. It's not worth it. But if he's making your life better in other areas, except this one, then talk to him. Yeah. See what, get to the bottom of it. See what it's about. Isn't an addiction. Is it some, is he going to sex workers? I mean, is that, you know, could, could you work something out? Would you be okay with it? Yeah. I mean, we don't have any indication in this letter that she, well, I mean, we don't know anything about their sex life at all. So I'm mm-hmm. I'm taking kind of a leap here, again, just to say that like uh, sex sex workers are kind of d- doing us all a service here. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> um, that's all. That's all. Shout out to sex workers. What did you say? Shout out to sex workers. Shout out to sex workers is right. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you for your service. Yeah. All right. Thanking you next. Thank you. Next. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to be the one to read the next email. Hold on. Okay. Hello, Kristen. I know in your pod, I know in your podcast, both you and Sarah seem to advise against texting every day. And I will say as a side note, yesterday in the fuck that guy, uh, boot camp in both mm-hmm. sessions, I can't tell you how many times people brought you up just so that you know that. Well, that's nice. Yeah. They brought you Thanks, up all y'all. the time. Thanks y'all. My first day with this man, and I won't say his name, redacted, okay. went very well. We okay. appear to be smitten with each other, and we'll go for a bike ride on, the, and we'll go for a bike ride soon. Okay. He texts me every morning, and I respond. No text at night necessarily, but there is contact every day initiated by him. He ticks all the boxes, and I am being cautious about not getting too excited. This coming bike ride will likely bring more information on compatibility going forward. And so I expect things will either get more serious or fizzle away. 
Hmm. Just want to make sure these two weeks of texting before the next time together is not too much too soon. They are not long texts that get into deep stuff, just simple check-ins sharing how we're doing. And then she says, you can use this question in your podcast as, uh, as one of your listener questions. So I, that to me doesn't sound like a problem. It's well, when, I have a very serious question. Okay. All right. Is it a tandem bike? <laughs> Is it a bicycle bill for two? <laughs> Please follow up. Please. It's actually not. Uh, she's a cyclist. Like oh, she's okay. A, okay. Yeah. Okay. Ow. So I don't see text like that as a problem. It's more when it, the concern for me with this texting is bonding, attachment, yeah. building a sense of intimacy, building a sense of familiarity. That's when things get really dicey and we mm -hmm. stop. <laughs> we maybe get too comfortable and say things we shouldn't and reveal too much. Definitely. So, Check-ins, I think, are totally fine. Oh, God bless you. Who's, who's snoring? Hold on. Can you hear it? No. Mm-mm. That's Echo. Who, who is it? It's Echo. Oh, okay. <laughs> French Bulldogs, man. Well, I hear it a um, little bit, maybe. But yeah. yeah. Is it, it... My concern is if it contributes to a false sense of intimacy and and <laughs> gets you to the point where you feel too close and you get you make yourself too vulnerable. That's what concerns yeah. me. Yeah, it doesn't sound like they're maintaining a conversation. Yeah, it's more check-ins. And I think that's sweet and I think that's nice. I think but that's fine. Yeah. yeah, I think that's fine as well. I, I, I Don't be concerned about that. Because it's not a huge waste of your time. <laughs> no, right. <laughs> it's when you're texting back and forth for like three hours a night or more. Yeah. yeah. That, that's a problem. Yeah, don't let them demand too much of your time or, or, yeah. or suck you into this really involved conversation. And definitely don't get into any kind of arguments. That's the other thing, Oof. too, because eventually, when if you say enough, you're going to find something that you disagree on. And then <laughs> it, it just, things escalate. Yeah. And, you, and you're not ready. <laughs> are you, what are you laughing at? The snoring? Things escalate. I was just thinking of that guy. <laughs> too bad you told it. Yeah. Let's say things escalated for him. <laughs> yes so i think i think what you're doing is fine i don't think there's anything to be worried about just value your time yep yes yep Are we thanking you next yes but also um consider a tandem bike it's adorable <laughs> so cute come on F follow up <laughs> follow up okay so given the Roe v. Wade overturn that is likely to happen in June, and mm. given the leak that we heard about this week, uh, this was a this was a TikTok that I was tagged in. La 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 la. This is a stitch, and I recorded too long, so the sound cut out. Um, I'm seeing like so many women say that they're going to boycott sleeping with men if Roe v. Wade overturns. These are the same women that are complaining that there's no good men, complaining that men are not treating them right and they're just using them as F dolls. The same men that will string you along for three months and then dip because they never really wanted a relationship. They got what they wanted from you. Like, do you guys not see that once consequences, the consequence of a baby, once that was eliminated from the sexual equation between men and women, Women literally became sex objects. Think about it. With the advent of birth what? control, with shmushmortion uh, so easily accessible, now all of a sudden there are no real consequences. Cutting off access to our cookie jars or raising our standards for access to them, such as marriage, commitment, like these things are not bad things. And guess what? You don't need the government to dictate that for you like you can and probably should raise your standards regardless of whatever legislation is going through right now regardless of whether or not you can or can't access birth control like the fact that you guys are not testing your men or not making them like work or do anything to have access to your like body <laughs> That's the, that's the issue. That's the real issue. 
La la la. Uh, first also, of all, it's women's fault. Right, right. First <laughs> okay. of all, you've sent me you sent me a video from this dipshit a while ago. Did and, I? Yes. And I clicked on it. What was her other hot take? I can't remember. All I know is when I clicked on it, it says video isn't available, isn't available, which means I fucking blocked her. And I knew there was a reason why I blocked her because she's a twat. And and I'm just going to, I'm going to continue because we're, we're both very irritated with like, I'm out of the, I'm not going to get pregnant. I can't get pregnant. I'm in menopause, whatever. Congrats. Congrats. (laughs) Love that for you. Um, but she doesn't seem to understand that this isn't about fucking getting pregnant. This isn't it, this it's so much bigger than that. I mean, yeah. And <laughs> you know, we weren't having sex with men that weren't committing to us um because we thought, well, if I just get pregnant, you know, I'll get an abortion. Uh no, yeah, no. Absolutely no, no one. No one thinks that. that. No one no. thinks that way. No. Nobody thinks that way. And, nope. and that just says you fully don't. I had an abortion. I had an abortion when I was about thirty years old, and, and I'll say it. I'm glad. Not only did I did I not want kids, I don't like kids. So yeah. I had an abortion, and I'm glad I mean, that I did. I think most people don't end up regretting it. No, I did not. No. And let me tell you something. I'll also tell you something else. The only person in my family that knew was my uncle, who was a Catholic priest. Oh. Okay, and he, he seems pretty cool, though. He was. Yeah. And the, he said, I hope, he said, you don't know, I'm sorry, I'm getting very upset about this. He said, you don't know how much I want to go with you because I know mm. you're going there to that appointment alone. Do you, he felt terrible. He said, do you understand why I can't go? And I said, of course. And he never once judged me, never once tried to convince me otherwise. Yeah. Um, never, just was perfectly accepting, non-judgmental. Um, and if a priest can do it, you can do it, <laughs> lady. Yeah. You know? So it, it's it's not nobody thinks nobody thinks abortion is a form of birth control. Stop. Nobody. Because it is a even if you don't want kids, it is still a profoundly traumatic experience. And you know what? Yeah. Even if the decision is easy for you and you and, and and it's even if it's easy for you, you still have to deal with so much bullshit from society. Yeah. Well, and like we talked about with Chelsea and Lance, like it, it even if you feel confident in the decision, it it still can be sad. Right. You know, it still you can s- be sad. Yeah. I'll just I I, I I knew in my heart, I'm like, this is a boy and I named him William. I knew it was a boy. I still named him, but I knew I didn't want to be a mother. Yeah. Which is fair. You know, this just- I feel you should have had that option. Right. This just in, um, it's complicated. It's so complicated. It's so complicated. Yeah. It's so yeah. complex. But you know what's not complicated, Sarah? Thinking women are human beings. Right. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, well, I mean, where that where that um, person's uh, <laughs> little little speech <laughs> initially lost me was in the like, oh, women weren't sex objects until birth control came along. What? What? And uh, special note: <laughs> I went to this woman's website. Uh, special note, and I read the comments. Uh, she doesn't believe in medication; like she doesn't believe in meds for mental oh, illness. She's like all kinds of toxic. Right. She's all kinds of toxic. She's in that divine femininity, dark femininity bullshit. Great. Cool. Maybe you should up your standards and maybe you shouldn't be having sex um, until commitment. We have said this and I'll say it again. I'm telling you right now, I don't believe one woman who gets on this app and says, I told, you know, I didn't have uh, sex until he committed to me. I'm I'm just going to call it. I don't believe you. Um, I don't either. <laughs> I don't believe you. Yeah, I, I, I don't either. Uh, and, and I know you think you're bragging there, but you're not because if a guy does agree to that, it's because he has no options. Right. Period. There you go. <sighs> so, yeah, this is just a very, very, very complicated conversation. It's uh, definitely, um... <laughs> 
concerning how how many women are kind of on board with this as well because it, ju- it because it just allows women to judge other women that's that's it well that's it. i mean and it really all comes back to this sort of line of thinking in the video which is just like because you're having sex i don't get the men i want kind of like slut shamey right. false logic right Yes, it comes down to if you make sex too accessible, then yeah. I won't be able to use it as a bartering chip. Right. Which is, I mean, <laughs> like the problem there is we're still centering men mm-hmm. and men are not a prize. They are surely not. They are surely um, not. So I don't know. I, I don't know how. Well, I mean, I do know how. I, I do know how this is going to go. I don't know how extreme it's going to get. I, I keep coming across other like absolutely bananas proposals by Republicans to further regulate women's bodies and force them into motherhood. So I don't, I don't, yeah, I'm not sure how far we're going to let them take this. I'm not really sure why um, (laughs) the streets are not burning currently, to be honest with you. Let me know when y'all are ready. I'm ready to go. Yeah, you know, and this too, this is the the talk of a strike, right? Started by white women and a um, lot of black. Yeah, that's not yeah. going to work. <laughs> and, you know, yet I'm not again. not going to say why. I think we all know. Yet again, black women coming in, in with the voice of reason. Coming in hot with the logic. <laughs> right. Like the reason why protests like the reason why those black lives matter protests that, that had an impact they were organized they were planned Pe- they were ready like yeah. they taught they took into consideration things that were really important like well if we don't go to work for a week what if we get fired is there anything that's going to be able to support this person who just lost their job you know and black women have always been at the front of these they've always been at the front of these and then i see white women on TikTok getting offended and angry at black women who are like, nah, you, this is on you. It is. We have no right to be turning to black women and saying, how can you not do this? And how can I don't, I wasn't aware that was happening. Yes, Mm. it is. Oh, okay. You know, so, um, stop doing that. First of all, uh, second of all, uh, you want to do a strike? Let, let's get organized. And see, in this, ultimately, this is why white women, we this is why we fail at so much of this shit. Because we keep we, centering men. Yes! Because and we, we keep, cannot get on the same our, page. Our white supremacy over right. everything else and thinking that being adjacent to whiteness is going to confer some kind of privilege. Right. Black women do not vote against their yeah. own best interests. Not usually. <laughs> nope. They don't Not have usually. the luxury of that. Yeah. See, white women, the white the white women that do vote against their best interests, they have a form. They have they. I mean, we all have all white people have privilege. But they have additional privilege. Maybe yeah. they have like they they come from money, or they have something to back them up in case something happens. Uh, almost certainly, yes. You know. So, mm-hmm. <sighs> it's pretty disappointing. I, yeah, it's very disappointing. The whole thing is extremely, extremely upsetting. Um, and I mean, not to mention, like you know, white women um, who want abortions after this will still get them, right? They'll just <laughs> fly to Ireland, have a little vacation. I mean, yeah, this is, I, I met a client the other day. They want me to board their dog in a couple of weeks and it, she's a woman. And we were talking and we were both very much on the same page because I was talking about how I got a web designer and I am now looking for an editor for, uh, for an e-guide. And she said, oh, I, I only hire women. I said, same here. Right. <laughs> like I'm not looking at men. I won't even look, I'm not even looking at men. No. For these things. No, and I'm not interested either. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not interested either. Every uh, time I go to a doctor, I filter out the men. Right. No, thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> and, kind of negativity in my life. Um, but we were both talking about just the absolute lack of logic. <laughs> like, in what? In, in, in if you by like, overturning this, the absolute oh. lack of logic. 
like the negative impact, how overwhelming, how profound this yeah. will be. Well, I mean, there there is a logic, right? It's just that the 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 precedent that they're using for this is clearly paving the way for them to overturn a bunch of other civil rights. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. So yeah. So to Morgan May, that's the woman whose uh, TikTok we just read. Um, go fuck yourself. Your hot take is a trash fire. Yep. You're a dumpster fire. Uh, get well soon. Get well soon. <laughs> hope you get better. Yeah. Hope you get better, my friend. Uh, okay, Sarah, do you I have know a I'm not sick. I just hope you get better. Right. Okay. Uh, here we go. <laughs> here we go with something that we've spoken about before. Go ahead, Sarah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So like many people, I do get frustrated with the apps and occasionally I'll pop on BFF Bumble and try to connect with a like-minded single woman for social networking, happy hours, etc. I met a woman and we met for a handful of happy hours and dinners over about an eight-month period. As, as pathetic as it is, we would share dating stories. I don't think that's pathetic, but nope. okay. Uh, It clearly became evident that our lifestyles and interests didn't align. She drank excessively. She was unemployed, and actually, she was guy crazy. I could barely have a conversation at a bar or restaurant without her scoping out the area, and it was pretty ridiculous because we are in our early 50s. I haven't spoken to her in six or seven months and didn't plan to. I matched with a guy in the past week, and we've been discussing meeting in the next week. I am recovering from COVID. Get well soon. Get well soon. When I saw his pic, I'm thinking, hmm, he looks familiar, but sometimes you see people pop up online over and over again once you've been on the apps for a while. But now I realize that this guy that I had met and hung out with, the girl that I no longer speak to, she had showed me his picture. Um, and wouldn't would it be weird <laughs> to meet this guy now that I realize that he hung out or dated this woman that I no longer speak with? I'm all about girl code and would never meet someone that my friend dated, but I don't know what level of relationship they had after I stopped hanging out with her. Knowing her, she probably did sleep with him. I feel that there's a lot of crossover when it comes to decent looking career men on these sites, uh, even though, mind you, I live in a decent sized area. What are your thoughts? There probably is a lot of crossover. And she probably did sleep with him. I'm not sure... Why you, I mean, that, I don't love your your, yeah, your, your judginess there. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, she probably slept with them. Uh, and, and that's you know her Who business, cares? right? Why? Like, what do you mean by that? Don't say. Don't don't go there. We already have enough people doing that. We too. got enough don't, problems. <laughs> we got enough fucking problems. <laughs> Let, let's just let's just not go there with other women. Um, do I think you owe this woman anything? No, and let's that sound like it. Yeah, we, I mean, I do we, think you're you're gonna have to commit to not being her friend. Probably, it sounds like she already has. But can we please, right. please get rid of girl code and start admitting that girl code was instituted and designed to gatekeep men from other women? Um, it's pretty much for this exact thing, right? It's pretty much like don't date my ex because I'm uncomfortable with it. No, Which it's, is pr- it's pretty much don't date any man that I have expressed any interest in whatsoever. Well, I'll, well, it can be that, yes. <laughs> that's what it that. is. That's that's mm, what it is. Can be. Can you know, yeah. so like, please just stop at the girl code thing. I'm so over it. I'm so tired of it. It's not real. It's not a thing. Well, I mean, don't you think there are, uh, I don't know. I'm kind of of two minds here. Like, it's not a thing, and friends should want friends to be happy, right? Even if it's with someone that they dated before, like, as long as everyone's over it. I, I just, I feel like it's more nuanced than Girl Code really allows for. Like, I'm not comfortable saying in a blanket sort of way, like, yeah, never, if you're my friend, never, never date any man I've spoken to. Right. Or dated for any amount of time or shown interest in. Like, the, there's a big difference between, like, are you dating somebody that I dated for six years or are you dating somebody that I went on two dates with? For me, it's about. Okay. 
not dating somebody that your friend dated, that's not girl code. It's not guy code. It's just common decency. Right. It's it's just more about respect. <laughs> it's just more about respect. <laughs> right. Which is, again, like, it's just more nuanced than girl code or bro code allows for. Right. Right. This is, this is, if, if I, if you care about somebody, don't do something you know will hurt them. Right. There you go. That's, right. that's just decency code. Now, where we run into trouble with this, and this is really why I think girl code was invented and bro code, because they're the same, um, is that we don't always know or like we can't always accurately gauge someone's level of investment. And so we can't tell whether their feelings will be hurt. Yes. and But what I said to her when I responded in the post was you should not get involved with this guy and not because of quote unquote girl code because you don't owe this woman that. But because you don't want the inevitable drama. And that, that is what's behind, I think, the the male equivalent of this i think men the reason why men don't do this is uh, i don't i don't want to deal with the fucking drama like i'm not dealing with this this is too messy well that's why i said like you need to like really commit to not being her friend or or talking to her really ever again right but it let's say things do work out and and keep in mind what are the chances that this person is going to be significant in your life I mean, it sounds like the chances are not good, given that um, he's been on the apps for a while and you've seen him pop up before. Well, no, that's well, no. Let's put put a pin in that. That's not necessarily. Remember, th- those profiles stay active for God knows how long. You don't know what those. We don't know what those apps are doing with these profiles. So that person could have been off the app for six months, but the app, the profile, still showing up. You know, uh, so, could have been. Yeah, so. I don't. I don't know. You don't think most people. Um, agree to deactivate their profiles if they're in a relationship oh i do but i think most people don't know how to properly to make sure that the profile doesn't show up because sometimes it's maybe. not as, it's not as simple as oh i'm just going in and deactivating uh, okay maybe you know, I, don't know. I, I know there was a, there was a time when you would actually have to go to tinder and like delete you'd actually have to go to facebook and delete the tinder app like let's say you logged in using facebook you have hmm. to go to facebook and you have to delete the app off of Facebook. Oh, that's a pain in the ass. Right, right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So, thanks, Facebook. Thanks, sounds, Facebook. Sounds about right. Just one more reason why we hate. That's a dumpster fire, oh, yeah. too. Yeah, that, sounds, uh, that sounds right. Yeah. I, I don't know like what uh, started that part of the conversation. but oh, We were talking about what are the odds that he's going to be. Right. What are the odds that this guy's going to be Anything. remotely significant? And let's say that he does. Let's say he does turn into something significant. And you guys start posting pictures of each other. She's going to find out. Yeah. Do you want to deal with that? Do you want to deal with that? Because even though you don't like this person, you're still going to be, if you're a decent person, you're still going to be bothered that she might be hurt. Hello? Do you not agree with that? No, not really. <laughs> yeah, I, I see that. Even if yeah, I not, not really, I mean, it, if you're not friends, you are not obligated to protect your feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think, I mean, this guy probably isn't again going to be worth the drama. It's probably not going to be anything anyway. Mm-hmm. If you're going to do this, I just would like really sever ties with her and make yourself very hard to get to right. for her. Yeah. Cause otherwise, yeah, she's going to find out and it's just not worth it. He's one guy. It's not worth it, but we're going to end this episode. Cause this is the free episode because it's the first of the month. And we're going to continue this conversation on the, uh, the private episode coming that will be coming up on Thursday. And we're going to talk about, I want to talk about Bumble BFF. I want to talk about meeting friends when you're older and you're single and you, and you want to, you want to make friends. And, and okay. this story that she tells, it, it's a common one. Yeah. You know, um, like w- w- why people 
what happens when we're trying to make friends uh, when we're older and, and what sort of motivates that and the downside to it if we're not careful about it. So we're going to... Okay. We're going to talk about that. We'll pick this up in the uh, in the second episode that's going to be posted on Thursday. Now, remember, Master Online Dating, write the best dating profile ever online workshop, Friday, May 13th. We already have a, about 15 people prepaid. I'm very excited. Loving it. <laughs> Sold out the, um, the Fuck That Guy boot camp. There's the Fuck That Guy online workshop on June 16th where it's an hour and a half and we're, we're going to be covering the top seven or so modules from the course. And finally, the fuck that guy online course is going to be available for purchase on this will be going up either Monday or Tuesday. It'll be available for purchase on Tuesday of this week. What's the date? May 10th. So love that that for us. So go to datologycoach.com and you'll be able to find it. And hopefully the new site will be redesigned as well. And be, and I'll be putting that up for on the 10th as well. So datologycoach.com, submit your questions. We need your questions. So submit them. If you submit them and we use them on the show or use them on the sub stack, you get a seven day free subscription so you can read our response or listen to it. Uh, Also remember when you join the sub stack, you get the two weekly podcast episodes, the advice columns, but you also get the monthly Zoom sessions, which are the last Tuesday of every month. We're having the first one this month. And I will, if you're a paid member on Substack, you'll be getting a link to an Eventbrite page so that you can RSVP. And that link is only for uh, Substack members. Only the paid members will get it. Uh, Follow us on Instagram at DatologyPod. Follow me on Instagram at the Kristen M T H E C H R I S T A N M. And follow me on TikTok at Datology Coach. Sarah, anything? Yeah. Nothing? Get well soon. Get well soon. Get well soon, dumpster fire. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye.